welcome to Hearts and Stripes, your one-stop shop for all things military marriage. I hope our discussions and interviews equip you with the tools to start or grow a beautiful marriage as we address the benefits and challenges of milled marriage. I believe life's most precious moments are worth celebrating, so I'll help you design your marriage blueprint in alignment with your core values. Thank you for joining us, and remember to rate, subscribe, and review. Let's do this. Hello, hello, and welcome to Hearts and Stripes podcast. This is your host, Brie Carroll, here with another Heart to Heart. I am really excited because here on Hearts and Stripes podcast, we are doing a marriage and faith series. So this series, we are going to dive in the connection between the two marriage and faith. We're going to hear some stories of different resources, because y'all know I love a good resource for your marriage, resources that you can tap into to not only grow your marriage, but help you grow in your faith. And this is hugely important to my marriage story, which is why I have to share. It's all about sharing those testimonies, those experiences, things that have personally worked. I want to share them with you so that this could potentially bless your relationship too. So if you are new to Hearts and Stripes podcast, welcome, welcome to the family. I am so excited that you are here. What you need to know is that we are all about three main things. One, I want to see you thrive personally. Two, I want to see you thrive in your marriage. And three, we are here, excuse me, to build legacy. That is what I, my heart just jumps for. That is what I pray for, for my listeners. Yes, I pray for you guys. It's it's a marriage and faith series, y'all. We gonna go there. Um, and, and I really do. And if you are new here, I hope that you feel the love and that you are equipped to do all of these things because I don't believe that we're here to have mediocre anything, right? I want you to be fulfilled personally, really be excited about your marriage, not a spark. I want flames over there in your marriage. And I really feel like by following um, the word of God, by pressing into your faith, this is one great way for you to grow in your marriage. And that is why I am excited to talk to our guest today, Beth Runkle from Crew Military. I'm super excited to hear from her. She's going to share her mill marriage story, of course. And then she's going to share just her Um, walk as a military spouse. She gets real about her experiences, her feelings about military life, and how her getting connected and finding the love of Jesus Christ really shifted and impacted her view on marriage. So I can't wait for you to hear our conversation with Beth Runkle, but a little bit about her before we get started. She is actually been married to her Air Force man for 25 years, and they have endured 14 moves, four deployments, and two command tours during their time together. I'm super excited about her as she is the director of the Central Region with Crew Military. And not only is she a Bible study teacher and has done that for 20 years, she is actually also completing her master's in theological studies 
from Gateway Seminary. So without further ado, I want you to lean in on this episode with Beth Runkle. All right, everyone, I am super excited that we have Beth Runkle joining us here for this Heart to Heart. Beth, say hello to everyone. Hello, Bree. It's such a pleasure to be here. I'm excited to just be a part of what you do, which is awesome and for God's glory. Yes, thank you so much. I'm really excited about this marriage and faith series. And of course, I had to have you on. Um, we really connected at the Speak Up conference. We did. And I, I'm excited to just share the work that you do, you and your husband do, um, in this amazing organization that I got to in ministry that I got to learn more about as I went through speak up. I'll let you get to all of that. But first we have to know the heartfelt story or, or we'll see. It might be a funny story. Sometimes mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about your mill marriage story. Sure. Um, well, I met my husband at a wedding. I was a bridesmaid. He was a groomsman. And we dated long distance for two years. I knew he was in the military, but I had no idea what that meant. I'd never seen him in his uniform except for the week prior to when we got married. And um, the first year that we were married, it was difficult. We moved three times in that year. Um, and towards the end of that year, I remember saying to him, what about me? What about mm. my career? What about what I want to do? And to be honest, I'm embarrassed to say now, I was a bitter, reluctant military self. I hated the military. I hated the way it was controlling our lives. Um, we also, when we showed up at that first operational assignment, he deployed. So he wow. left me there. Yeah. And, um, but it was, I didn't, I wasn't a believer and it was incredibly disrespectful to him to talk about how much I hated it all the time, but I didn't know any better. Mm. Thankfully, um, about three years into our marriage, um, we were introduced to Bible study. Um, I had grown up church, but I didn't have a relationship with Jesus Christ. I didn't really know what I thought I believed. And in that Bible study, I realized I didn't have a relationship with Jesus Christ. Um, And I surrendered my life to him um, and tried to begin getting to know him. Um, And I had a lot of work to be done by the Holy Spirit. Um, and through, um, that first year of being believers, we got involved in Bible study and we also went to a marriage conference, um, which was hosted by family life ministries, um, which used to be headed by, um, the Rainey's, Dennis and Barbara Rainey. Mm -hmm. And at that marriage conference, we learned about the biblical blueprint for marriage. And it's just that God had a plan for marriage and, it was really different from what we thought marriage was all about. We thought marriage was about happiness and passion and romance, um, which those can be part of it, but it's also sacrificial. And it's mm-hmm. also about putting the other person first. Um, and at that um, conference, we learned about the idea of investing in other marriages through small group studies. And so we were brand new believers. We probably had no business leading others in small group marriage studies thrown right into the fire I love it yes but we started doing that and um that was our third assignment 
So we moved 11 more times while he was on active duty. And as we moved around, we just continued to open up our home, invite people. Hey, we're going to do this marriage small group study. Would you like to come? And we did every location we lived at, often many different groups. And over the years, we invited people who weren't believers, just neighbors, um, you know, people who lived down the hall when we lived in apartment style living at Osan Air Force Base in Korea. And people were hungry to invest in their marriage. Um, I can't remember a time that we had somebody turn us down and not come. We provided childcare at somebody else's house and um, the study at our house. Sometimes it was at both of our houses, depending upon where we lived. Um, and it was really just our way to invest in other marriages, but it didn't just invest in their marriage. It invested in ours as we continued to pour into others yes. with these very easy to lead studies we were placing deposits in our own marriage. I love that. So um, my husband served 25 years and about a year before he decided he was going to retire. He said, Hey, we're, I'm going to retire. I'm, you know, I've, I've done everything I feel that I'm called to do on active duty. And I was like, no, I'm, I'm really Look scared. At that. These are our people. Mm-hmm. This is, these are my people. The military community is my community. And he was like, I know you've changed, but wow, that's a really good thing. <laughs> yes. Um, so uh, God, we, we just began praying like, Lord, what are we supposed to do? Um, and God opened a door for us to go into full-time ministry. And now we are in full-time ministry investing in military families. We still do marriage studies, um, but we also disciple cadets at the Air Force Academy. We disciple men and women that serve and do some parenting studies with the ministry that is associated with family life that we didn't know about until Look at that. Uh, a year before we retired and it's called crew military. So family life is a crew um, division and crew military is the ministry of crew that's focused on evangelism and discipleship with the military. I absolutely so love that. Yeah. So yes. he retired. You finally yes you know, went through the transition, but you did have a a soft place to land in doing something that you've been doing the whole time. So I think that is, that is amazing how God just ordered those steps without you even like really thinking about it because you just jumped out there and said, Hey, I'll just leave this thing. Your marriage in turn was blessed as you were serving others. And then this door opens. That's, that's amazing. I love that so much. Yeah. And like now that we do what we're doing, when we tell people what we're doing, they're like, oh, I can totally see that. You always did that. But we didn't see that at the time, right? Hindsight's 2020. But yeah, we really feel like now it was God's way of preparing us for what he would eventually call us to do. I absolutely love that. I love how we don't see the whole picture. And I guess that's, that's really just the beauty of us just going through our own journey running our own race. Um, I I often think that there are little things and we talked about before we started just following the breadcrumbs that the Holy spirit has placed before my path, even for this podcast, like this just was like a, Hey, I think I should do this one day so that I could help bless other couples because I am frustrated about what I see around me. And you guys probably, and correct me if I'm wrong, 
as new believers just kind of said, Hey, this is probably something that I want for myself or that, that I just want to get in community with some other people. And you just jumped out there and did it. And, um, wow, that grace and that provision through the years has led you to this awesome new assignment, right? Even though you're out of the military, this is, this is your, your new assignment. And now you get to serve in this capacity with crew military. So please share a little bit more about crew, um, how it's broken down. How can people get connected with crew if this is something that they're interested in maybe um, connecting with because they're, they're unaware of uh, places to connect right now? I know with the pandemic, it, it has been challenging, even for myself, um, just PCSing a lot, connecting with a church trying to find something that feels like home. And then you always have to do the church hop and figure out which, you know, which, which community would join in. Share a little bit about crew and how it is serving our military community. Right. So crew military is actually a global organization. We are in, I believe, 33 countries around the world. Um, In the, the other countries, we are embedded in their national military. So we have, you know, um, people from Honduras, um, who are um, serving embedded in the military there. They're doing a lot of what we are doing here on the national team. My husband and I serve on the national team. Um, so that's the U.S. We are divided into four regions. Um, we are not at every base. That's certainly a goal. Um, but we are all the basic training bases. So every anywhere, Army, Navy, Marines, Air Force, that people go for basic training, we're going to be there and we offer large-scale evangelism and discipleship courses that we work hand in hand with the chaplains for. Um, and that's probably um, our biggest number, but we mm-hmm. also do ministry operationally. Um, so we are doing marriage and parenting ministries at the operational basis, not all of them. Right. Obviously that'd be a goal to get more people. Um, and we, we are also starting to do some more virtual things. Um, oh, love that. Yes. Yeah, because we recognize that is where we're going. And we also have a new um, website. It's called Spiritually Fit Ready to Serve. Um, and it is a, an online kind of a social media site that is in desired to connect with the people when they go through basic training. And um, we have a lot of first-time decisions for Christ um, right. in the thousands every week and then connect them as they go throughout um, as they move you know PCS Mm -hmm. around and go throughout their different trainings Uh, we are developing more of the um, and the Air Force is called AIT um, so it's your tech school right um, right uh, so that they can connect with somebody there we have staff members and we also have volunteers um, at you know, all the bases. If we don't have somebody at the base that someone's PCSing to, or we get a lot of people contact us as so-and-so that they know is PCSing to somewhere. And do we have somebody, um, we can connect them with our regional director who mm-hmm. can help connect them, you know, either find people who are volunteering out in the local community who want to impact the military with the gospel or connect them with a, a partner in ministry. Uh, so that's kind of the overall organization. Um, uh, let's see, for the women's ministry, we are starting to develop some more online things to connect military spouses and military women. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have been running a Zoom Bible study for military spouses for the last 
since COVID. So March of 2020. Yeah, yeah. And that group has just continued to grow. And interestingly, my idea was to, to shut that group down. Now that I thought a couple of weeks ago that COVID was going to be opening things right, back up. Right. And, and when I made that decision, then God brought me like 25 more women. And so I'm actually going to keep that group growing and it's grown. Um, and hopefully those groups will continue to multiply because mm-hmm. I can't do all this ministry. Right. You know? Right. Um, and it's about just helping more people catch the vision of how they can invest in other women. Um, and what I've seen is, uh, from my own personal experience, right? Marriage is hard, but military marriage is a lot harder, I mm-hmm. think. And I truly do not believe I'd be married today if Jesus had not gotten a hold of me. Um, I was just selfish and self-centered and um, fierce. <laughs> and wanted to Fierce. be in control yeah yeah um, and you know surrendering my life to a sovereign lord was huge because I used to get frustrated that it seemed like the air force was in control but when I became a believer I knew that it looked like the air force was in control but ultimately God was in control right. yeah and so no matter where we got moved I mean there were times where our assignment changed three, four times, you know, before we landed somewhere. Mm -hmm. Um, My husband did a lot of one and two year assignments, but I knew that, you know, um, that verse in Acts, I think it's Acts 17, 26. Let me edit that if I got that wrong. No worries. We'll clean. But it's the verse that talks about God ordained in advance, the places and the times that we would go. And I absolutely clung to that as I thought about wherever we PCS, wherever I did a lot of TDYs with my husband. So, you know, temporary uh, work trips, I did a lot of those with him because we wanted to be together when we could be together. Um, So I knew that God had ordained for me to be there and those to be there, but he had a mission for me when I was there. And it was to impact the military community around me, marriages, but also women. There were women floundering and searching for the answer of where is my identity? What about me? Loneliness, anxiety, depression. And I truly believe that Jesus is the answer to all of those things. And so I began instead of hate what my husband did, to be bitter about what he did, to get behind him and embrace his calling to the military is a joint calling for us to impact people in the military and families as we went around. That's so and, good. You know, did what we did, directed by God. Again, it seemed like it was the Air Force, but I, I believe I, that God I love that. the Air Force. I believe that. And, and I so agree with your conviction at, that you found as you started to get that relationship. Cause like you, I, I grew up in church. I was raised all my life. I understood what to do, sit, stand this verse, the ritual type things or the religious yeah. things that you're supposed mm-hmm. to do. And it wasn't until, um, I went into college, I started to, okay, relationship with God, but I kind of like this party thing. And then it wasn't until after college, I, I really was like, okay, relationship. 
because for me, submitting and surrender were like curse words. I was like, what do you mean? I, nope. I don't know about that. And, and I love how you and not talk- only to God, but to our husband, to our spouses. <laughs> right. So, and, and I think it wasn't until I was able to submit and surrender to God. That's when my spouse came forward. Like that's when everything fell into place, which is why I'm really passionate about marriage, which is why I never hide um, that I'm a God girl. Like it, it, this is a, this was a God ordained thing. Why I am in this relationship, in this role, in this place. And I absolutely agree with you when more spouses, you know, and if you're dual, dual mill to mill, or as you walk through your military life, recognizing the call to serve is not just for the active duty member, but that you have a role in that, that you have a purpose in that, that God has strategically positioned you in this place at that time. That is a really big eye opener and it'll give you such a lighter load. It is like something just comes off your shoulder, whatever that, that, uh, whatever we like to call it. And if you're a salty spouse, or if you're, if you're, if you're really heavy and you're always the Debbie downer in the Facebook group, when you realize the beauty in that experience, when you realize the beauty in that calling, there's a freedom and a liberty that comes with that. And that is found in Jesus Christ. And I absolutely love that crew military spreads this message from the beginning, from basic training. Um, you, you have connection points for the spouses. You can also have opportunities to reach out to crew and kind of say, Hey, I'm in this area. Do you have, uh, partners in this area or is there someone that I can connect with here? I think it's such a, a beautiful tool that I am just discovering, which is why I had to have you on the podcast so that more people knew this is an amazing resource. And I encourage you to reach out and see how this could be a resource for you to grow personally in your faith, but also grow in your marriage together. And that covenant based off of that design that God, the blueprint, like you talked about that you learned early on that God has for marriage and, and see how you can connect with this amazing resource. Um, Beth, I am just, I love it. I'm, I, I'm so excited to have connected with you and now have this, I feel like another tool in my toolbox when it comes to couples who are looking to get connected, because I think that is a struggle, especially for a lot of us, like I said, who maybe grew up in the church or in mm-hmm. this military life, it feels a little awkward turtle to be <laughs> trying to find a place to connect and maintain your that fellowship that that the we community need. Is so that community, important. yes. Mm-hmm. And I love. Yeah, and go ahead. I was just saying, like I feel like I, that's what, something I learned after a few PTSs um, that I really had to. to put myself out there to make that community. Um, and, uh, once we started doing these marriage studies that those were our best friends, you know, the people that we just opened up to our home to, who did these studies with us. Um, and we, you know, it, I always cried going to some of the locations, but I cried leaving them. 
And we have quite a few undesirable (laughs) by the world standards assignments. Right, Um, right. So yeah, those were, and they're super easy to do the studies. I mean, we were brand new believers leading other married couples through these studies. I mean, all you really know how to do is read and keep time, you know, to lead these small group studies. And we do have some video-based studies also. Awesome. Um, you know, that you can just press play and then lead a group through discussion questions. So you don't need any biblical training. Um, you just need to have a heart to invest in others. And it doesn't have to be in your home. That's always the way we did it because we felt like we were able to get people that maybe were reluctant to go to a Bible study. Right. Um, to come to our home, you know, mm-hmm. and we were providing child care. That child so care. Really take, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. We tried to take the barriers out. I love that. You are meeting a need, a a need for community and a need for just maybe even some time, some kid free time, just some adult time, some couple time. So I really, I really love that. And let me just shameless plug here. If maybe something in this sounds like you, you know, you heard something that perked your ears up and you just thought to yourself, well, it sounds like that's something that I could do. Reach out. You don't have to have a fancy title to be a leader. Um, mm-hmm. I love your your story, Beth, with you being a new believer. You and Brian just said, hey, we're going to just try this. We can read. We can keep time. Let's just step out here because we need some community. And, and I often like that, that quote that you hear about being the change you want to see in the world. Mm-hmm. Well, really what that is, is, if you need something, step in and be the answer. You too can lead some of these studies and why not um, do it in a small form, make a small impact and allow it to not just bless the couples that you're serving, but also your own relationship. I also find sometimes that I am a better, uh, I, I know things better when I have to teach them. So I definitely say when you get put in those positions where you are leading the study, it is an opportunity for you to go deeper because you're teaching it, you're leading it. There's a different level of responsibility that you're taking with the material. There's more time that you get to spend in building that relationship and building your faith in having those transparent prayer closet moments. I don't know about you, but I surely do. And I'm just like, Lord, I don't know what I'm doing, but thank you that you are strong in my weakness and you let your word speak as it is living and give me the words that you would have me to say and allow me to Mm -hmm. listen when I just need to listen to a couple that may be hurting and, and just be led by your spirit because I really I really do feel like that's where the true transformation happens for couples in those small moments when you just have that willing heart, when you put your yes on the table, right? Yep. Yep. Those small moments, it doesn't have to be big things, but if you, this sounds like something that you'd be interested in, please do reach out to Beth. She can connect you where you need to be with crew. And like she said, they have the training material. They can get you plugged in and you too could maybe be leading a small group for couples. Yeah. And let me just say, these studies are specifically written for military marriages. Um, So it's building your military marriage, building your military family that addresses some of the kids issues. And then there's making your deployment ready. So these are catered. It uses our language. uh, It addresses our people group and the challenges that we face. And they're very easy 
uh, to lead. And I will also say, you know, um, something that I also began doing was leading women's Bible studies, often in my home. I would show up to a, you know, remote assignment on the edge of Mexico, and there weren't any women's Bible studies. And so just open up my home. Hey, who wants to come? Um, and it, you know, in Del Rio, Texas. We sure were. And I Look knew at that, that. You started there and that's where you met your husband. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I loved it. That. Love it. Love <laughs> yeah, it. I was yes. listening to your story and I was like, oh my goodness, we have so much in common. Yes. And actually that is where I did my first, well, I wasn't leading it. Another couple actually was leading it. We, that's where we found the a small group study. This is when I was single. So the, a couple was leading just this Bible study for, um, any of the, you know, believers who just want, or just mm-hmm. anyone who really wanted to just come hang out, come to the house. And that was really the first things of really me seeing other people model, um, just a Christian marriage or just, I always like to say on the podcast that your marriage has the power to bless people like your marriage. Yes. There are some factors that you benefit from and it's for you, but your marriage is a ministry and it really does bless other people. And that is just another example that I can remember. That's a part of my story where I had another couple that poured into me through leading a, a, a ministry, a, a very small Bible study that I think this is this, even this conversation is the fruit of that small act of them leading a Bible study. And now here we're talking and I'm encouraging people to do the same thing. I say that to say, even if you are a married couple, that young single airman, Mm -hmm. invite them. I mean, this is a marriage podcast, but at the end of the day, y'all know how I feel about it. You have to show up for yourself before you can show up for your relationship. You have to have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ before you can, you can try and save your, your spouse or or what have you, or try to show up in other ways for other people. You, it has to be personal for you. You have to do the work first. So why not invest in that single airman, invest in that, in that, that single soldier, whatever that looks like for you and let your marriage bless other people, even if they are single. I love the fact that you said that crew provides materials that speaks directly to our experience. So you don't feel like you have to have all the words follow along the tools that are given in the word. I think this setup is just so beautiful and I'm grateful for another faith-based resource that speaks directly to the needs of this community. And I'm really excited to see more people partner with Crew Military. Well, and I just want to add too, your marriage does not have to be picture perfect to say, I'm going to invest in other people's marriages. Mm -hmm. I mean, if I'm just being honest, we have fought on a number of occasions when people are about to come over to our house. Right, right before it happens. Yes. (laughs) Isn't that how it always works? And that is the enemy wanting to keeping us from doing it. But but often when you have those moments or a lot of times after the lesson you've prepped for it or you've even completed teaching it to someone else and you're like, wow, God just totally gave us what we needed. And if mm-hmm. we hadn't been doing this, we might have not grown in this area and we might have grown apart right. instead of growing together. But we, I mean, we would always start our beginning of our sessions with like, hey, we do not have a perfect marriage. I don't think perfect marriages exist. No. Um, but you really, I think one of the most important things is willing to be vulnerable and say, 
we don't have all the answers, but we know who does. Mm, yes, that is so good, Beth. I'm so glad that you said that because mm-hmm. I really do think that that may have been a, a barrier for people who might yeah. be interested to say, you know what, I don't have it all together. And just like we come to Jesus Christ without having it all together as an individual, I think that's a beautiful thing to point out that your marriage doesn't have to be picturesque. You don't have to be, you know, you don't have to bake the cookies beforehand mm-hmm. and have everything perfect in your home. And no, again, just put your yes on the table, have the heart to also want to learn and grow. Um, and, and if you feel led, take the step and do it. And and I'm excited that crew military can equip us with the tools to, to do so and kind of take a lot of that pressure off so that we can follow along and and lead these studies and and grow our faith together and grow our marriages. So that is beautiful. Thank you so much for saying that. Well, I just loved when I listened to the several podcasts that I listened to about you, because we have a really similar heart for military marriages. And I was, I was like, where's Brie been my whole life? Like (laughs) we are so like-minded in our passion for just investing and helping keep some of those divorce statistics down, you know, yes. just have a little bit of an impact in the places that God PCSs us or takes us on TDY. Absolutely. I love that. And, I, and I'm grateful for having you as a partner in ministry and in work in this area. Thank you so much for what you and your husband do, because it is not easy. Um, I Like you were mentioning we get attacked in the areas where we're serving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it, it is definitely something that um, it, it is not always the easiest thing to do, but it's so worth it. And I'm so grateful and thankful for you and the work that you do with crew military. So before I let you go, yeah. I absolutely have to ask you um, one of my favorite questions, which is about our heart tracks. For those who listen to the podcast, you know that you can find the full place playlist for our heart tracks on Spotify. That's heart tracks Two on Spotify. And you can get a little reminder of this conversation um, based off of listening to that song and letting it encourage you. So Beth, you are in the hot seat now. What is the heart track for this episode? Okay, so this is kind of a stretch for the connection, but, and I'm also going to show my age here. I know your listeners can't see me, but uh, it's okay. I'm it's okay. I, I, one of my favorite worship songs is the Revelation song. And um, I just think it brings me into a place of worship. You know, and if you think about the words, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and is to come. Mm-hmm. And then it brings us to, you are my everything, and I will adore you. Um, filled with wonder, awestruck wonder. And I, I think that really just encapsulates what God has done in my life. Like wonder, I would not be married today if Jesus Christ had not gotten a hold of me. Mm-hmm. I was wretched and I, God redeemed us. And he so deserves to be adored um, because of the great work that he's done. And I know he can do that work and others too. Yeah. Um, and I think if you grow up church, but not really understanding your faith and personalizing that, you don't really understand worshiping him. 
mm-hmm. for all that he is and all that he has done for us. That is such a good heart track. And I think it, it completely ties it all together. I, I, I definitely feel like worship has been a big part of our marriage. Um, my husband and I, uh, have been a part of praise and worship teams. And that is really how we, um, have ministered, uh, to couples, not yet let a, let a Bible study, but you know, that that might be in our future, in our very near future, but typically we lead via praise and worship. And I, I completely agree that worship and just thinking about, what you, what you were, where you've come from, what, what condition could your marriage be in? There's always someone who is worse. There's always something. And really it's not a comparison game because right. All sin, (laughs) everything, all of it Uh, it is viewed equally yet. He still loved us yet. He still gave his son yet. Um, he can transform us into these new creatures and make us clean and white as snow and give us opportunities to just glorify his name, be in covenant and in relationship with him. And that is such a powerful thing. So I love that. I think that is amazing for our heart track. And I think it's really fitting, especially for this series on marriage and faith. So Beth, thank you so much again for being on hearts and stripes podcast we we definitely need to link all of the details for crew military but really quickly what is that website so that if people wanted to connect or social media where can they connect with crew military yeah it's our website which you can access our resources with crewmilitary.org um and then if you want to connect with me on social i'm on facebook F Parker Runkle, R-U-N-K-L-E. And then I'm also on Instagram at Beth P. Runkle. Um, and if I don't live in your area, I'd love to connect you with somebody who is, you know, who serves on staff with crew military. And ultimately we just want to connect more people with Jesus and to each other. We need community. And if you live isolated doing this military life, you're going to be miserable. Yeah. Yeah. So get connected. You know where to go. And invest where you are at forever, how long you are there. Invest in other people. So good. So good. I'm excited. Everyone, again, we will drop the links in the show notes so that you can easily connect, so that you are able to invest right where you are, so that if you feel called to lead in this way, or if you are looking for a resource for just yourself, that is fine too. We'll drop the link so that you can get connected with Crew Military. Beth, thank you so much again for being on Hearts and Stripes podcast. Thank you, Brian. Thank you for all you're doing for military marriages, for the Military Marriage Day, Hearts and Stripes podcast, the Carol event. Yes, <laughs> all the things. All the things. All right, thank you. Thank you for tuning in. Remember to rate, subscribe, and review. This is Hearts and Stripes. We are the few, the proud, that aim high and are forged by love. Always ready, always there. We are Mill Marriage Strong.